Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Memorei Avram Goldhai, and today we're Zerka Suka Daf Yadal, the first parak Suka Shi Gavoa. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, Rabbi Lazar said, Why are the tefillos of a tzaddikim compared to a pitchfork? Rashi explains that the Torah used the words Be'yater to describe Yitzhak's entreaties to Hashem regarding Rivka's barrenness, as it says in the pasuk, Be'yater Yitzhak Hashem Yaser Lo Hashem. Yitzchak entreated Hashem, Hashem allowed himself to be entreated. To tell you, Just as the pitchfork turns over the grain that's on the threshing floor and tosses it from one place to another, so to the fields of tzaddikim turn over, so to speak, the attitude of a Baruch Hu from the attribute of harsh judgment to the attribute of mercy. Pointing to the next Mishnah states, Masachim ben Nisarim Divi Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Meir Oser, Rabbi Yehuda says, we may cover a sukkah with boards, but Rabbi Meir prohibits, and Rabbi says, that the Malchokas is with boards that have a width of at least four tfachim, the Rabbi Meir Eisle Gezer Stikra, for Rabbi Meir subscribes to the rabbinic decree prohibiting boards that resemble those of the roof of a house. Rashi explains that the Rabbana were concerned that if such boards were fit for schach, people might think they can fulfill their chiyah by staying under the roof of a house, and the Torah specifies that a sukkah needs to be a dwelling place which provides shade from the sun, not a house which someone lives in all year round. Rebuta doesn't hold of Gezer's tikra and therefore permits such boards. They both agree that boards that are less than four tzvachim are kosher. Shmuel says, as explained by Rapapa, that everyone agrees that boards four tzvachim are apostle and that boards less than three tzvachim are kosher, they are mere sticks. They disagree regarding boards that are between three and four tzvachim wide. Yudah holds that since they lack the size of a significant area, Makam Chashuv were not gozer that they are puzzled. Well, Rabbi Meir holds that since they're beyond the scope of Lavud, we are gozer that they are puzzled. And point number three was stated, If one turned the boards on their sides and covered the sukkah with them, Rav Huna says that they are puzzled, Rav Chista and Rabbi Rav Huna say that it's kosher. Rashi explains that Rav Chista and Rabbi Rav Huna say it's kosher because the Rabban only prohibited boards that resemble the roof of a house, which is not the case here. When Rav Malcolm visited Sur, Rav Chis and Rabbi Rav Huna asked him what the halacha is, and he told them they are apostle. Nasu kishpurin shomatechis. Such boards are treated like metal spits, which are apostle for schach because they don't grow from the ground, and also because they're kalim, which are makabotuma. Rav Huna was upset with him for asking Rav Nachman since he had told them that Rav Nachman agreed with him, and if they had wanted to know the reason, they should have asked Rav Huna directly. So once again, the three points are number one. Rav Lazar said, Why the tefillos of tzaddikim compared to a pitchfork? Rush explains that the Torah uses the word v'yater to describe Yitzchak's entreaties to Akash Baruch Hu regarding Rivka's barrenness, as it says in the Pasuk, v'yater Yitzchak Hashem yaser lo Hashem. Yitzchak entreated Hashem, Hashem allowed himself to be entreated, to tell you. Just as the pitchfork turns over the grain that's on the threshing floor and tosses it from one place to another, so to the fields of tzaddikim turn over, so to speak, the attitude of a Baruch Hu, from the attribute of harsh judgment to the attribute of mercy. Pointing to the next Mishnah states, Masachim bin Nasarin di Yehuda, Rabbi Meir Oser. Rabbi Yudah says we may cover a sukkah with boards, but Rabbi Meir prohibits them. Rav says that the Machokas is with boards that have a width of at least four tfachim. The Rabbi Meir Eisleg Gezeres Tikra, for Rabbi Meir subscribes to the rabbinic decree prohibiting boards that resemble those of the roof of a house. Rush explains the Rabban were concerned that if such boards were fit for schach, people might think they can fulfill their chiyu by staying under the roof of a house, and the Torah specifies that a sukkah needs to be a dwelling place which provides shade from the sun, not a house which someone lives in all year round. 
Rav Yudah doesn't hold of a gazer's tikra and therefore permits such boards. They both agree that boards that are less than four tvachim are kosher. Shmuel says, as explained by Papa, that everyone agrees that boards four tvachim are the puzzle, and that boards less than three tvachim are kosher, they're mere sticks. They disagree regarding boards that are between three and four tvachim wide. Rebuto holds that since they lack the size of a makam chashiv, a significant area, we are not gozer that they are puzzled. While Rebuto holds that since they are beyond the scope of beloved, we are gozer that they are puzzled. And point number three was stated, Hafachna if one turned the boards on their sides and covered the sukkah with them, Rebuto says that they are puzzled. But Rebuto and Rebuto Rebuto say that it is kosher. Rush explains... The Rav Chista and Rabbah Baravuna say it's kosher because the Rabbanon only prohibited boards that resemble the roof of a house, which is not the case here. When Rav Nachman visited Sur, Rav Chista and Rabbah Baravuna asked him what the halakha is, and he told them that they're a puzzle, nasu kishputin shalmatechas. Such boards are treated like metal spits, which are a puzzle for schach because they don't grow from the ground, and also because they are kaling, which are makabotuma. Rav Huna was upset with them for asking Rav Nachman, since he had told them that Rav Nachman agreed with him, and if they had wanted to know the reason, they should have asked Rav Huna directly. All right, so now we go to our sim for Daf Yadalad, and our standard simon is a yad, a hand, but we use a juggler, a juggler. So here goes. The juggler juggling pitchforks as he davened, while standing on sukkah boards that were less than four tvachim wide, dropped one between some sukkah boards that were standing on their sides. Once again, it's slow motion. The juggler, juggler, that must be more on Daf Yadalad, yad, hand. The juggler juggling pitchforks as he davened, which reminds Rebbe Lazar, said, Why are the tefillahs of Siddiq compared to a pitchfork? To tell you, Just as the pitchfork turns over the grain that's on the threshing floor and tosses it from one place to another, so to the tefillahs of Siddiq turn over, so to speak, the attitude of a Kosh Baruch from the attribute of harsh judgment to the attribute of mercy. So the juggler juggling pitchforks as he davened while standing on sukkah boards that were less than four tefachim wide, which reminds the next Mishnah states, Masachim Minasarin Divir Yehuda. Rabbi Meir also Rabbi Yehuda says we may cover a sukkah with boards, but Rabbi Meir prohibits him. Rav says the Malchok is with boards that have a width of at least four tefachim. The Rabbi Meir Eisle Gezeres Tikkur for Rabbi Meir subscribes to the rabbinic decree prohibiting boards that resemble those of the roof of a house, and Rabbi Yehuda does not hold the Gezeres Tikkur and therefore permits such boards. They both agree that boards that are less than four tefachim. Or Kosher Shmuel says they disagree regarding boards that are between three and four tvachim wide. Rabbi Yudo holds that since they lack the size of a makam chashim, a significant area, we're not gozer that they are puzzle. Where Rabbi holds that since they are beyond the scope of lavud, we are gozer that they are puzzle. So the juggler juggling pitchforks as he davened while standing on sukkah boards that were less than four tvachim wide, dropped one between some sukkah boards that were standing on their sides. Which reminds us, it was stated, if one turned the boards on their sides and covered the sukkah with them, Rav Huna says that they are puzzled, and Rav Nachman explains that they are treated like metal spits or makabotum, but Rav Chist and Rav Huna say that they are kosher because the Rabban only prohibited boards that resemble the roof of a house, which is not the case here. So once again, the juggler juggling pitchforks as he davened while standing on sukkah boards that were less than four fucking wide, dropped one between some sukkah boards that were standing on their sides. All right, now it's time to go to our four blah back Chazara. Daf Yud, so the similar Daf Yud is a minion of Yidden. So here goes. The minion of Yidden, minion of Yidden, that must be more on Daf Yud. The minion of Yidden planning to daven in the lower sukkah that was separated from the upper sukkah by less than a tefach, which reminds us that continuing the sugi of sukkah gabi sukkah, the Gemara asks how much space there must be between the schach layers of the lower sukkah and the upper sukkah for the lower sukkah to be invalid. But she explains the question that the schach layers have to be far enough apart to be considered two sukkahs rather than being 
one big sukkah. Three opinions are given, one tefach learned from Ole Tuma, four tefachim, which are considered makum chashuv, or ten tefachim, which is the minimum shir to be makshir sukkah, can also puzzle it. So the minion of Yidin praying to Daven in the lower sukkah, that was separated from the upper sukkah by less than a tefach, were busy hanging decorative sheets for tefachim below the schach, which reminds us that the next Mishnah states that if one spread a sheet over the schach, because of the sun or beneath, because of falling leaves, the sukkah's puzzle. And the Gemara Rav Chisa said, but where it spread to decorate the sukkah, the sukkah's kosher. Rashi explains that a sheet spread for decorative purposes does not earn a schach designation, and therefore will not invalidate the sukkah. The Gemara brings Malchokas and Marayim regarding noy sukkah that are spread up beneath the schach that are removed from the schach by four tefachim. So the minion of Yidim praying to Daven in the lower sukkah that was separated from the upper sukkah by less than a tefach were busy hanging decorative sheets for tefachim below the schach and installing nine tefachim kilo canopy beds for reciting the Shema. Which reminds us that one may sleep under a kilo canopy spread out around a bed in a sukkah, even though it has a flat roof, provided that it is not ten tefachim high off the surface of the bed. Rav Tachliva Baravimi said in the Mishmo that one who sleeps naked within a kilo canopy may poke his head outside the canopy and recite the Shema. Since it's lower than ten tefachim, it's seen as a mere covering of his body, like a garment, and therefore he may stick his head outside the canopy and recite the Shema. Daf Yudolf. So the sim Daf Yudolf is stars. So here goes. The Bachar used a cutting utensil shaped like a star, shaped like a star. That must be on Daf Yudolf. The Bachar used a cutting utensil shaped like a star to detach vines on the schach that were tangled in its tzitzes, which reminds us, Rav Huna said that Shmuel held that if one detached vines that were mixed in with the schach, he needs to shake them because of Tazavuminasui. And Rav held that just cutting the vines would validate the sukkah. And he brought the case when someone made tzitzes in a puzzle manner, and Rav said, sever the tips and they're valid. So we see from here that Rav maintains that severing is their making. So to regard the vines, their detaching is their making. So the Bacha used a cutting utensil shaped like a star to detach vines on the schach that were tangled in his zitzes, lent one to his friend to pluck berries from a sadasim, which reminds us the Gemara suggested that it was a malchokas tanaim, whether cutting an object represents an act of making, in the case of the one who plucked berries off a dust because they outnumbered its leaves and made a puzzle. The Gemara deflects this shot, saying that the malchokas was whether a lulav is learned from sukkah and requires ta'as voluminasui regarding the egret, the bundling of the dal meaning. So the Bacher used a cutting utensil shaped like a star to detach vines on the schach that were tangled in its zitzes, lent one to his friend to pluck berries from his adasim who was standing in the mist. Which reminds the mission stated, called The Gmur asked for the source of this ruling, and Rishlakish, who holds that we dwell in Sukkos, to remind us of the Anneya Kavu, says, the Pasuk states, and a mist ascended from the earth. And for Rekiva, who holds Sukkos Mamush Asulehem, that the Jews made for themselves actual Sukkos, Rabbi Yochan holds the Pasuk is, with your gathering from your threshing floor and from your wine vat. The Pasol is going to be Yankov, a customer here, when alluding to the Sukkah, the Torah speaks of their refuse, which are not Makabotuma, and grow from the ground. Dafyud base, so the Simmer Dafyud base is twelve brothers. So here goes. Six brothers pranked other six brothers, twelve brothers in total, that must be one Daf Yud base. Six brothers brought bundles of straw from the field to store it, and then hid in a hollowed-out haystack, which reminds the Rabbi Yirmi clarifies, based on the statement said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that the reason why tied bundles may not be used for schach is Mishum Gezeros Otsar, because of rabbinic decree against the use of a storage house. And the explanation for why the hollowed-out haystack is puzzle is because of the derice of Tasev, the So six brothers brought bundles of straw from the field to store, 
and then hid in a hollowed-out haystack after they pranked their other six brothers' sukkah with schach made of female arrow shafts, which reminds us the Rav Yudah said in the Rav that if one would cover the sukkah with male arrow shafts, it's kosher, but he'd be covered with female arrow shafts, it's possible. With the first of halacha of male arrow shafts being kosher, Rav is coming to teach them were not goes against male shafts because of female shafts. And with the second halacha of Benekevus Basuli, he's come to clarify that one might have said, base kibo asilu lamalus loshme kibo, a receptacle made to be filled permanently, is not considered a receptacle, a base kibo, and since the female arrow shaft is made to be filled permanently, it should not be makabal tuma. Therefore, Rav teaches that it is considered a base kibo and cannot be used as chach. So six brothers brought bundles of straw from the field to store and then hid in a hollowed out haystack. After they pranked their other six brothers, sukkah with schach made of female arrow shafts and plenty of smelly herbs. Which reminds me of Yudas said that one may use ferns and artemisia herbs for schach since they're not fit for consumption and therefore not makabotuma. Abai said that one may use ferns for schach but not artemisia herbs since their odor is offensive and one will abandon the sukkah and leave. Dafyud Gimel, so the similar Dafyud Gimel is a bar mitzvah boy. So here goes. The guests at the sukkah-themed bar mitzvah party that feature bound date palm stumps as centerpieces listen attentively to the bar mitzvah bacher, bar mitzvah bacher, that must be more in Dafyud Gimel. The guests at the sukkah-themed bar mitzvah party that feature bound date palm stumps as centerpieces, which reminds the Rav Gittel said in the name of Rav that one may use the offshoots of the date palm for schach, although they're bound together at their base and resemble a bundle because egbide shemaim, mushme eged, and even if one would bind the offshoots together, which Rosh explains is done to make the offshoots lay flat and smooth in the way that they cover the top of the sukkah and provide shade, it's still not deemed an eged because eged bechad, mushme eged, a binding of a single object, is not deemed an eged. So the guests at the sukkah-themed bar mitzvah party that feature bound date palm stumps as centerpieces listen attentively to the bar mitzvah bachar speaking inside a conical bird hunter hut, which reminds Rabbi Abba said that these conical bird hunter huts made of arabos, once their upper knots are undone, they're kosher to be used as chach. And when the Gemara asks why they're kosher, since they're still bound together below, well, Papa answered by discussing a case where he untied the rope holding together below, but left the braid intact. Rabbi Abba's teaching that even though the braiding is in place, the branches may be used as chach. Rafuna braided Rav Shu answered that you can even say he did not untie the bottom knot. The reason they're kosher as chach is because eged she'enu asuli otatolo loshme eged. Any eged that's not made in a manner that allows it to be carried is not deemed an eged and is therefore fit for schach. And Rashi explains that the branches would slip out of the braid once it's carried. So the guests at the sukkah-themed bar mitzvah party that feature bound date palm stumps as centerpieces listen attentively to the bar mitzvah bachar speaking inside a conical bird hunter hut about the crumbling nature of maro leaves which make maro puzzle as schach. Which reminds us, Rabbi Abba said in the name of Shmuel, that maror cannot be used as chach, since when it dries up, it crumbles and falls down and ceases to form a roof. Therefore, it's as though they're not even here before they dry up. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Gordon Zichur. Wishing you a great day and great learning.